Good day everyone, this is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Ty. How are you, Ty? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I just told you that my hell, my hands felt funky and I had to moisturize, not moisturize, but hand sanitize. And I'm doing that again because they're still feeling a bit funky. Um, I don't recommend hand masks. I don't mind if my hands start looking a bit older than I do. That's okay, because I can't stand <laughs> the, the ickiness of it. <laughs> but we have a pretty fire list of games for the month of September. I almost forgot. I almost said October. Uh, we're not there yet, thank God. But I'm excited to talk about our shared game today, which you've played before. Uh, mm-hmm. And I played last week, and it was really nice. I felt smart finishing it. <laughs> Alrighty, so our shared game for this month is a lost, not sorry, a normal lost phone by Dear Villagers. Uh, this game is available through the Racial Justice Bundle on Itch, and I wanted to play a little puzzle game, which is something I've could not say last year but i'm saying a whole bunch this year we love growth and mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of fun i really liked it um i guess sort of like the base story is you're a person that just found a phone and you're going through the phone to try to find its owner so you can give it back to them uh and through looking through apps and stuff, you kind of find out this person's kind of troubles and sort of just kind of like, you know, the the climax of the whole thing and eventually just getting rid of the phone. Um, Ty, what did you think of it? Um, I liked it. It's definitely like... How do I put this? It's like... it, it it's It's from a time period of like games that are like capital a about something right Mm -hmm. um and so it is it is very much like that um but it's still like yeah it's 2017 so it's very much in that like games for games for change kind of vibe um which isn't a bad thing necessarily but it is very much like about um a specific topic and you kind of learn that as you're going through the person's phone and you know kind of learning the tidbits about them but i i really liked it when i first played it um which i feel like i feel like that makes it sounds like i don't like it now i just like having already played it you know what i mean like it's a little bit less um impactful i guess or like mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I already knew what was coming, so I was like, okay, but, like, it still does a good job at it. Yeah, it, so, when I was, I, I am still bad at puzzles, and I still struggle with them. I think I was playing it for a couple hours. Um, I was stuck on, what the fuck was I stuck on for a bit? Trying to find the password of, like, a second profile that you have to uncover, um, on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And I for i just couldn't find the password to it i couldn't figure it out i looked through all the texts and nothing stuck out to me so i had to kind of sleep on it 
because uh, I felt my brain kind of like frying. Uh, and woke up the next day and was like, okay, is anything like weird coming up? Uh, something that like kind of draws out that I already don't know and something did, which was a date. And it made me feel so smart. I felt like a genius finishing this game. And it wasn't like a bad ending either, I don't think. Um, which is really nice because I feel like a lot of the shows and anime and games that I've been playing all have kind of like funky endings, which uh, kind of is really exhausting. <laughs> so <laughs> having sort of just like a three hour game that you can just like mess around with that isn't really like harsh on the eyes was really nice. Um, I liked it a bunch and I recommend it, especially if you have the racial justice bundle. It's already there for free for you to use. So um yeah play that little game i recommend it um i guess now we can sort of just unnaturally segue into the playlist uh ty what game do you have for us to share uh so i have a game called uh inked uh i can't remember if it's inked a love story or inked a romance one sec let me look oh yeah inked a tale of love Ooh. Um, and so it's it's cool. I I play it's from um Somnium Games and it's published by Pix Main. And it originally came out in 2018, but they just ported it to Switch. Um so that's what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm reading the Steam page. The whole game apparently was recreated this year. Oh, so it's oh, a different I... version than the 2018 version, but I guess you can play the 2018 version in a hidden track in the game. Oh, um, that's fun. Yeah, so anyway, you play as this character called, like, the Nameless Hero, um, and you're in this world that's, like, entirely, like, drawn, like, hand-drawn, and it looks like um, somebody drew it all in, like, ballpoint pen. Um, it's really, really pretty. And the hero and his wife are kind of, like, navigating this area. The hero has abilities that are, like, connected to the drawings themselves. So you can, like, use that to manipulate different parts of the landscape. Um, and that's how you, like, solve the puzzles. Um, and then as you go on, you kind of start seeing, like, these like weird like 3d hands showing up and so like the artist who drew who draws them like also factors into it and like impacts how the environment is and they're like aware of the artist and yeah it's it's interesting but it's very cool it's really really pretty especially because it is all hand drawn um yeah um but yeah that sounds like a nice kind of game to get into during the October Halloween season. I really like it. I'm looking at it right now and it seems kind of a nice funky little game to get into. Um, I guess uh, I'll bring up the, the first game, uh, one that I wrote about this month for Uppercut. Uh, we got Kataria Fables. And I have a lot of feelings about this game. Uh, mixed feelings for sure. So Kataria Fables. Uh, it's available on Switch, on PS4, I believe also on Xbox, um, and PC. I played it on PC, and a code was given to us by the developer. And it's developed by Twin Hearts. And 
was super excited about this game because you see that you're just like a little kitty and you're just farming, you're protecting villages, and that seems sort of like up my alley. And playing it, it was very much uh, just kind of like a starter RPG. It was very slow. It wasn't overwhelming. But having been playing games for a while now, I kind of needed sort of that like either a little grindy aspect that was more exciting or just kind of like a whole bunch of bullshit kind of thrown at my way to kind of keep me going. Um, that sort of like just wasn't there for me, but it was very, very cute. Uh, again, there's nothing wrong, I guess, with you playing someone named Neon Von Whiskers and your sidekick is like a little macaron and it's so cute. Um, and your grandpa was like this magic welding bunny. It's it's very cute. I love the story so much, and I wish it hit it for for me. Um, but again, anyone who kind of is just like starting into the RPGs, if you like just haven't touched one before, I do recommend this one because it isn't as overwhelming. I think if you're someone who's never touched RPGs and you played something like Octopath Traveler, I think you're going to be really overwhelmed. Um, and it's just going to be a lot whole thrown at you. So I think starting with Katari Fables would be a great thing for you. Um, yeah, that's my first game. Again, it was nice, but not for me. Ty, what's your second game? Uh, my second game is called Cosmic Express. Um, and it's a puzzle game from, uh, Drakneck and Friends, which is Alan... Hazelden, Benjamin Davis, and Tew. Um, and this is another one where it originally came out in 2017, uh, but they ported it to Switch this year, so I hippity-hopped on it. Um, and the whole premise is basically, like, you get these little star maps, basically, and each, like, cluster that you click on is a puzzle. And so you have to build a little train that goes from one point to another and you have to like make it so the train picks up all the little aliens and drops them off in the right spots um, before the train finishes its loop. Um, that sounds cute. It's so cute. Um, I really like it. It's very chill. It's very just like a vibing out game. Sometimes it's really hard <laughs> and sometimes I'm just like, man, I don't know. But... <laughs> It's so cute. I really, really like it. That sounds adorable. That sounds my up my speed too. I who doesn't love a cute freaking game about little aliens? Yeah, and you're just like putting them on this that. little train. They're just like I don't know where they're going. I don't know if they're going to work or what, but they're they're just getting on the little train. <laughs> they got places to be. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I love that. Um what was it on? So you played it on your Switch and then where I else? played it on Switch, but it is currently on Switch, PC, um, I think it's on Mac. It's on the Apple App Store. Oh, and Google Play. So it's on Itch, PC, Mac, and then the App Store, Google Play, and Switch. Nice. All right. Well, that's great. You just kind of played everywhere. I think I might play this one this is really cute it's really cute i like it a lot (laughs) um 
I guess the, the next game that I have is Fling to the Finish, which was a code given to us by the developer. And it is very difficult, but very fun. So basically, it's kind of like a co-op racing game. You can do couch co-op or you can do online. Um, there's also like competitive racing as well. Uh, basically, I don't know how you could call this. You're just like two little critters on connected by a string. And you have to work together to get that momentum to kind of go to the finish line. Whether it's throwing yourself one way and throwing the other one after. Or kind of just like turning onto a pole and like throwing yourself that way. It is very cute. Um, it kind of reminds me of Pikuniku. Um, kind of like the vibes of that other than like the very different art style. And it is very hard. I has... What's that game called? Uh, Octodad. It has like Octodad mechanics. And that feels very wobbly for me. So if it, it isn't going the way that I want it to, I like think, you know, kind of either moving my mouse or moving my phone in the direction that it's actually moving to will make it work better. Um, so you saw a lot of flinging on my end when I was playing it, but it was, it's very fun. The races are really cool. I think the music and the little like drawings of the critters as well is really nice. I think this is a really nice family game, a really nice party game. And again, it's online too. So you can play with like friends, whether they live, you know, two miles from you or 6,000 miles. It's, it's very, very cute. Um, it was developed by Split Side Games and you can get it on Switch on google play on pc and also on ios and yeah i recommend it it's just it's gonna hurt your brain for a little bit <laughs> um ty uh do you have another game for us yeah so the other one i have is actually also by Dracnek and friends um nice. it's another puzzle game uh but this one is called uh a good snowman is hard to build and uh, it came out in 2015 originally, but just got a Switch port. That's why I got it and Cosmic Express. Um, and basically, you play as so the mon you're playing as this little monster in it, and this is the monster that's actually went on to be the main like little player character in a monsters. I believe it's a monsters expedition. Um. So yeah, you might have seen this little little pal if you've played that, but. Basically, you're just in, like, a big kind of, like, hedge maze full of snow, and um, you have to build snowmen. And so you have to, like, roll the balls of snow to make, like, a big bottom one, and then, you know, like, the middle-sized middle piece, and then the little head. Um, and so you have to figure out how to do that within the area. Um, and so, like, you know, sometimes you'll roll the ball and all of a sudden, like, it's in the wrong spot, so you have, like, too big of a piece where you didn't need one or something like that. Um, and then once you assemble the snowman correctly, or I guess snow person correctly, then it's cute, you, like, see, you know, that they all have, like, little different themes and they all have different names. Oh, that sounds really precious. What a cute concept. What the heck? They're just making all these cute games. Is this what they do? <laughs> yeah, so I really like it. It's very cute. As you, like, 
build more snow people to like different parts of the hedge maze will like fall down so you can keep going and like finding the next little area for snow people um it is really good i like it that's i like that too i love this for you we have like one kind of like nice sexy game and like two really like cute games that's adorable i love this you had such a good september i really did (laughs) um I guess the the last game that I have, which I'm kind of excited to talk about, and, you know, funny enough, it's just a demo, but uh, I played this a couple days ago. It's called The Night is Grey, and it is possibly one of the most stressful things I've had to do. I still haven't, like, completed the last puzzle um, in the demo, but uh, it is by Will Strick and Inactive. And you are playing a guy named Graham who looks like Andrew, uh, just kind of like running through the woods, which I believe is something Andrew would definitely do. <laughs> um, he had to run away from three wolves. And you're trying to find a way out from the forest. And as you're going through the forest, you stumble upon a house. You find a little girl. And she tricks you by saying she's going to shoot you and she's taking advantage of the fact that you can't really see at night because really it's just a broomstick not a gun mm-hmm. um but she's letting you know that her mom's coming soon and that you know you're gonna get in trouble and to kind of like win her trust you go fix the power generator because everything's off when you go fix the power generator you come back and you see that she's still by herself she trusts you more and you're still trying to find a way out she said there is like a path but it has poison ivy and there's also someone that died there so i'm trying to find a way to get into it but i'm trying to fix her toy first and i can't fix her fucking toy and it's bothering the hell out of me i don't know how to fix it but it plays sort of like um what is it uh it plays like slender threads so you have to like kind of like click into the things together to make something so like if you have like a broken piece of string and tape you put those together and the string is like fixed it's it's kind of like that um and you it's just point and click you click wherever he like wants to go so very easy mechanics there but god even with the easy mechanics my brain is just like working overtime to try (laughs) to figure out these puzzles but the ambiance of the whole thing is really awesome. I think the sound effects and everything is really, really cool. Um, playing it sort of just like made me want to play more horror games, but I can't do that because I'm a little baby. Uh, but it's really cool and the art is really like well done. Um, you see the wolves when you're trying to go onto another side of the map that you can't really go to because Graham's like, no, are you stupid? Like, I'm going to fucking die. Um, and there's a wolf that's just, like, eating its own, like, butt, because he's, like, supposed to be, like, the dopey one, which is very cute. But, yeah, the game's supposed to come out later this year, um, attentively. And, yeah, I recommend it. It's a really, like, nice, hefty demo. I'm still not done with it. I can't wait to finish it so I can, like, be more excited about the game. But yeah, I believe right now it's only on PC on Steam. But let me double check here. 
I'm a big fat liar. So it's going to be on <laughs> Steam. <laughs> Shut up. It's going to be on Steam, PC, and Mac, which is great. I barely see Mac compatible games. And on Nintendo Switch. Um, but yeah, you can wishlist it now and play the demo. Again, it's, it's pretty meaty, and I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. But yeah, I guess that's our, our, our playlist for the month. Let's go September. We're yeah, doing we, it. We diggity done did it. Look at that. Alrighty. We've been trying to record for a couple days now, but yesterday there was a party going on outside and also it was raining, so I was trying to divert not, the noise, I, not but, ideal conditions. <laughs> But also now you're going to be hearing just Spanish dubbed K-drama on the background it's that fine. was playing, apparently. <laughs> Alrighty. But yeah, see, just like that. Great. Good. Well, I hope you have a, a great time listening to that preview of Squid Game on Netflix in Spanish. Um, <laughs> it is a good K-drama, Ty, that I genuinely think you would like. I'm going to send you the trailer after. But yeah, we did it. We, we did another podcast. Look at that. And that wraps up this month's playlist here on Mi- Indie Mixtape. Hi, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Keeper. And you can find me over at Fried Monty. Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons, and we appreciate it so much. And yeah, I guess that's it for now. I'll see you next month. Hell yeah. Go to our Patreon. Money, give us money. Patreon.com slash uppercut crit. Oh, also, <laughs> we're having an end of summer sale on our merch store. Um, so if you'd like our pride shit, which includes our Be Gay Play Games shirts. Uh, you should grab those while they're 10% off because they're going away on October 1st. Yeah. After they, they leave, they will not be back. Get on that limited merch. Alrighty. Goodbye. And have a great day. Mm-hmm.